We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Welcome to another edition of the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Kyle Bennett, OTB Herm in Underground Studios for one of the final few times, potentially, maybe? No, don't put that on me. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be around. Uh, Just because I go to school in Virginia doesn't mean that I can't come here for a podcast. It's worth the four-hour drive. Look at that. Look at the dedication. The sound quality is what is crucial to the growth and expansion of this podcast and the growth and expansion of this sport. Therefore, I must travel to give you the highest level of sound quality. However, I did pick up a new mic, and it might be pretty nice when I'm in Virginia and I have to do the pod from there, or if I'm anywhere else in the world, maybe Canada, hopefully Canada. <laughs> uh, no guest this week as of now as we're recording it, but who knows, things come up, things might happen. We've messaged a few people to see if they were available uh, throughout the week, but uh, we do have a lot to talk about in terms of the PLL. We've got the final week of the regular season in Albany, and uh, one, I want to apologize to our Albany listeners that we weren't able to get a quality shirt design out for you but don't worry it'll it'll eventually happen it won't be for this weekend but it'll happen yeah so. i mean i'm not too concerned about it. it it happens we are artistic people therefore our minds are just constantly overflowing with shirt designs we didn't want to have ideas it. right i didn't want to give you guys a design that you didn't absolutely love and want on a shirt therefore i mean the pll is going to be coming to albany now for many years to come there is going to be a ton of U Albany alumni in the league. So it just one year we miss it. It happens. But the future is looking bright for U Albany Chaos T shirts. Um we still love be, you guys. We love you guys, yeah. And I'm I could not be more excited to get after it this weekend. I mean, I'm just here radiating energy because I can feel that this sold out crowd from this upcoming weekend is going to be something special i mean i cannot be more excited to get up to albany and just go off honestly i'm pretty pumped too because this is my final week of uh of a bye week yeah i mean and also like i don't understand how i'm going to be able to take a vlog and keep it in under two minutes and 20 seconds you guys are going to be so electric everyone's (laughs) going to be in it i mean it's going to be tough it's going to be a lot of fun um we've got some dynamic matchups in this final week that each and every single one means something, uh, and it starts on uh, Saturday night. Chaos and Atlas on NBC Sports Gold, not a sponsor. Um, this game's gonna be wild. Yeah, wild is an understatement. The crowd 
I mean, I will not be shocked if the stadium is just going to fall apart. People are going to be <laughs> jumping. They're going to be screaming. And I think that we are going to see magic out of guys like Connor Field, Troy Ray, Blaze Reardon, just to name a few. That I wonder why. We haven't seen all season long. I mean, it's, it's literally a home game for the chaos here. The U Albany fans are the best in college lacrosse. They are the most dedicated. They are so passionate. They are not afraid to go see their team play in sub 32 degree weather. Therefore, they are going to be out there in this beautiful 75 degree heat this weekend, absolutely showing out. I would not be shocked if we have like the biggest PLL tailgate of all time this weekend. I mean, I might just have to get out there and vlog that whole experience. I am, I am so excited, guys. I mean. It is a truly, it's truly an honor to be able to cover an event like this. I mean, I was this amped for Homewood, and they did not let down at all, and I expect nothing less from Albany. Now, you brought up those three players. One player that you did leave out that's coming back this week after missing the last six weeks with an elbow injury is one Miles Thompson. Miles Thompson, baby. He's back. Another Albany alum making his return in Albany. I think it's going to be huge for this chaos offense to lock up the number one seed and you've got the 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 magicians trio back out there for andy towers with josh Byrne, connor fields and miles thompson running that attack that's mm-hmm. absolute filth let's just say it's going to be a tough night for the looks of the atlas defense callum robinson and crew i am sorry fellas <laughs> but i mean while you're at it though don't be afraid to pop off a little you know Get those GBs. Clear the ball. Do what you got to do. But Jack Cannon, it's going to be a long night, pal. Scotty Rogers is going to be in your ear all, all game, though, helping you out. So I'm pretty excited. It's going to be a crazy matchup. I'm very much looking forward to it, especially since Miles is back. Um, him not being on the field the past you know month and a half has been brutal uh, just from a fan standpoint. So to see him getting back out there right before the playoffs is huge. Um, and then Sunday's doubleheader. More games that mean a lot more than this first game, in my opinion. You've I mean, got... this game, this first game means a lot, man. It does. I mean, Atlas has to win it. If if Atlas can win this and keep a decent goal differential, I mean, their their looks into the championship are getting pretty good. I mean, oh wait, side topic here. Do you believe that the PLL is rigged or scripted? Nah. Uh, I've been seeing it all. Oh, mic drop. Wouldn't be a podcast if you didn't do it once a show. Um, I have seen it all over PLL Twitter this week that <laughs> Diggs put it out there first, honestly. He said, what are the odds that all this could happen or whatever? And it seems scripted. But how does a team like the Atlas, the team who literally could not buy a win at the beginning of the season, how do they manage to work a spot into the playoffs and have the Redwoods lose by 14 goals to be able to get their goal differential better than them? Like, what? Yeah, it's impossible. There's no way it's rigged. It has to be rigged. No, it has to There's be. no way. Ha- no, dude, it has to be. There's no way. Okay, I agree. <laughs> no, there's no way you can like rig these this games, stuff, man. These games are too close week in and week out for it to even be remotely close to thinking. Well, that's that it's why rigged. it's easy to scratch a goal here, scratch a goal there. You think Paul Rabel's making some backdoor deals with some janitors or something at these stadiums? I mean, you never know. Nah, not a chance. Uh, I'm just kidding, guys. I do not believe it is rigged in any way, shape, or form. This league is just showing you how amazing and trend setting it is honestly that they have i mean paul even said it in his 
uh, behind the weekend vlog this week where he got on the phone with Mike and said, because we did the season by gold effort differential and not by head-to-head matchup, it's causing these interesting ways that people can get into the playoffs or out of them. So, I mean, just one you're of those... You're killing me, Paul. You're killing me. One of those logistics that they thought about two years ago when they were starting the league probably that who knew it would be this effective and in the end, I mean... I'm just loving loving this race here at the end. Yeah, it's killing me, though, because uh, my Redwoods currently are not in a playoff spot, and they're fighting for their lives after that pitiful performance last week. Still love you guys. Um, and they are rolling out a five-attackman front this week against Chrome that includes the return of Matt Cavanaugh and uh, partnered with Joel Zenenberg, Jojo Marasco, Ryder Garnsey, and Westberg. Eddie Glazner is back, and... Uh, I think that's going to be a huge help because we saw last week what happened when he wasn't in there. And um, no offense to Gunnar Wall, I don't want to see you in the cage at all see, this weekend. Now we were right before the show here. We were talking about it. I would have loved to have seen the Redwoods just in case Timmy Troutner were to get hurt or anything like that. Nothing against Gunnar, great goalie still. However, I would have I would have liked to see the Redwoods maybe pick up Stover after the chaos drop him the other day because he would be a starting goalie in any other league with more teams like if the pll had 10 teams he would be a starting goalie for that one of those Mm -hmm. extra four teams i mean the goalie density in this league is just absurd so talented and i think that when the league does eventually expand jacob stover is going to be a name that you want to watch out for because he is going to just pop off kind of like a Timmy Troutner I mean he's a young guy he's not as young as Timmy but he is surely talented to say the least so uh the PLL actually as we are recording started rolling out the uh the scenarios of how these teams can clinch Mm -hmm. uh Atlas can clinch by beating Chaos and a Redwoods and or Archers loss oh okay can still clinch with a loss and a Redwoods or Archers loss but must have a better goal score better score differential than Redwoods that's where the Atlas are going to have to really be careful this weekend this Chaos team can put up a lot of points put up as many as you want boys do it all (laughs) do it all get that number one seed they can put up a lot of points especially with the their number one offense, their 1A offense, is going to be on the field the whole game. And I think that it's going to give them an opportunity to potentially push an Atlas team or any red, like a Redwood team into the playoffs, push an Atlas team out because of a goal differential scenario where Chaos wins by five, let's say. And uh, they they haven't tweeted the Archer scenario, but Redwoods can clinch by beating Chrome and an Archer's and or Atlas loss can still clinch with a loss and an Atlas or Archer's loss, but must have a better score differential than both. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. But, hey, man, the, the basic bottom line here is you got to win. You got to win your game. That's going to give you the best opportunity to get into the playoffs here. And, I mean, if you don't win, though, it's not like you're losing the season. It's not a waste. You can still come back and play for that first-round pick that, I mean, honestly, I would be – pretty psyched to get because there is a ton of talent going into the college pool coming out of the season yeah i mean there's definitely a a good consolation prize if you don't make the playoffs granted every team wants to make the playoffs i would almost rather get one of these picks than win a Eh, championship eh, 
No, I'm being serious. I think if you want to... That's a hot take. Okay, let's let's think about it this way. You win a championship now, stay average. I mean, you're going to still get talent out of the draft. Don't get me wrong. However, you win it now, you stay kind of average, you get a fourth pick of the draft or whatever. Meanwhile, you start rebuilding with that first pick and for the future, honestly, of your organization, maybe win five championships down the road with the team that you've built up. I don't know. I think Call that's only crazy. a good situation, honestly, for Chrome because they're out. Right. I mean, Chrome is kind of just chilling right now. Maybe they'll pick up someone out of the college draft, like Tahoka or someone that just revolutionizes their team. And we'll get to him in a second. Um, and then the final matchup of the weekend is Whipsnakes, Archers, where Archers has to win to get in and uh, secure a playoff spot. They're kind of in the driver's seat in this position, though. Um, as they sit in the third seed, and I mean that matchup's going to be a lot of fun. It's on TV. It's on TV. We got lacrosse on TV. You know, Sunday at four thirty p.m. Don't want to miss out. Sit in front of your big old televisions, put the feet up, and uh, enjoy a little Whip Snakes Archers lacrosse because there's going to be a lot of goals scored. Uh, these two t- offenses are just ridiculous. Very similar, to be honest. Very good down low good at making defenders look bad and i think that we see the archers actually pull one out it's gonna be a lot of hot take we'll get to uh, don't ignore it (laughs) we will get to our winners in just a second but i saw this very fun tweet from uh winston analytica on twitter it's at wa statistics they uh they do a bunch of like futuristic metrics and uh they're doing a lot of testing this season on the pll um and they're partnered with Lax All-Stars. In 2020, they're going to go to market with all this stuff. So they tweeted out uh, about the MVP race and how they are kind of calculating it, and it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So uh, the MVP race in the eyes of Winston Analytica is uh, Trevor Baptiste is the front runner due to his creation of 11.47 goals uh, added by the face-off by 63.5% that he wins. Jared Newman is number two, our guy. Trevor, also our guy, so this is very exciting. Uh, Jared Newman, a 6.45 goals added um, with 15 ground balls, five caused turnovers, consistently matching up with the opposing top attackman as well. And then Connor Fields, who I think everybody thinks is the MVP just on the surface, mm-hmm. uh, has a 2.65 goals added uh, with 19 goals created. Where's my boy Chef, though, man? I mean, you don't just lead the league in multiple categories. This is essentially I mean, I get it. the, the wins cyber, above replacement It's the type. cyber metrics bull honky that this new modern people try and bring to all I like sports. It. I hate it. I love I love, I love judging guy by his character and the goals well, that he scores. And obviously, you need some eye test right. involved, but... This is interesting, especially since you've never seen this in lacrosse. You know what's so interesting about this? I'm sure it brings a ton of eyes back to Trevor. Not that Trevor gets overlooked or anything. However, I don't think that his face-off abilities and just game-changing capabilities are appreciated nearly enough. I mean, he's obviously the best face-off man in the world. Close second, first with Nards, I would say 1A, 1B. But these are two guys that can change a game. And they kind of just don't get enough coverage for it. I mean, Trevor's adding almost 12 goals to his team because right. of his 64% face-off win percentage. Right, and if you guys remember, when we were talking about him becoming a wing, when we first drafted him, we said, 
it's going to change the box game. Lacrosse, both on the field and in the box, are decided at the faceoff X. If you can win a faceoff at in a clutch scenario, have possession and go score a goal, that's what you need. And Trevor is almost guaranteeing that. If you're winning more than half of your faceoffs, you are just going off. This is ridiculous. I mean, these numbers are nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, definitely a good follow on Twitter. So uh, it's at WA Statistics for all of our uh, math-inclined and sabermetric people um, because I, I love this kind of stuff, which is weird because in high school, Herm, I hated math come sophomore year, and then obviously I get into sports journalism. That's all statistics and numbers and everything, but I love this stuff because it kind of gives you a different vantage point of the sport you're covering and can, can kind of add or take away from the production of a player and kind of give you a different perspective. It can also make you feel like complete garbage on a hot take <laughs> that you make because the eye test, obviously. So, like, if you would have shown me the Timmy Troutner highlights from last week, I would have been like, wow, this kid went off. Numbers make me look like an idiot mm-hmm. there because Timmy Troutner, I thought, looked great in the opportunities where they didn't leave him dry. I mean, there was too many times that – I mean, so this was the play that – they kind of went off of the entire game. The Woods would just slide to Earhart, trying to prevent a two-bomb or something, leave Matt Rambo completely open, time and space shot. I mean, he has all the time in the world. Who? Nobody's stopping that, giving Timmy Troutner no shot whatsoever, and therefore Timmy did his best. And I love watching that, and therefore I disagree with the numbers there. I think that Timmy Troutner should not be represented based on a goal scoring whatever we want to call what happened last week brigade so uh you know what the people can do though herm they can go over to the apple podcast reviews and let us know who they think their mvp is based off of either the sabermetric numbers the eye test or a combination of both search underground sports philadelphia on apple Podcasts. leave only five stars because we have standards and we know you do too and let us know uh what you think about that as a friend of the show and former co-host now working at NBC Sports Philadelphia, Brooke Destra is calling. Um, Hello, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. How are you doing? But uh, I found these numbers interesting, so you should definitely be following these guys on Twitter. Those um, numbers are incredibly interesting, and if you like numbers, talk to Kyle about them. If you I like, am down to talk numbers. If you like the eye test, hit me up, because I can talk eye test all day long. And uh, we are going to introduce our first mailbag segment on the podcast bum, in just bum, a little bum. bit. And in the Apple Podcast Reviews, you can let us know what we should name the mailbag segment, because just calling it the mailbag is kind of lame. I was thinking something like a, the Miss Slide or something, like get it like slide into the DMs, but like something about sliding into RDMs, but also like look like defensive slides. I, I don't know. I was really searching for something earlier <laughs> when I was trying to make a tweet about it. However, we got some great questions, guys. You guys absolutely showed out. Um, and we'll get into them. Right after our picks, so... Oh, yeah, we gotta make some picks. Just picking who's gonna win and make the playoffs based off of these these games. I'm taking Chaos to beat Atlas. Okay. Because they're just too good, and Miles Thompson coming back is just, you know, Filthy. the Salt Bay <laughs> sprinkle on top of this team. Yeah. Uh, Redwoods are gonna win a close game, Ooh. which is gonna suck, because it's probably gonna prevent them from making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think your Whip Snakes beat Archers. Wow, we are actually going to take complete opposite picks here because the because of the like just enthusiasm and just raw 
wanting to get after it. I have the Atlas winning this week. They are staying alive, staying alive. Uh, then I have the Chrome taking down your Redwoods because Chrome Chrome just goes off, dude. I mean, I, I'm so excited for the future of this franchise. And then I have Archers beating my whips because I don't want to say that we're going to take a step back, but I don't think we're going to... I think we're going to take a little bit of a week off here. Herm and just likes bullying me, guys. Let it be known. Why am I bullying you? Because you're picking all opposites and, most importantly, picking against Redwoods. No, it's like you have I, a personal I, vendetta against no, our guy. No, Nat no, 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 no. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> I I am probably the like third or fifth biggest Nat St. Laurent fan I'm on the face one. of the earth. I, I mean, I'm number one. Outside of his family, I'm number one. See, that's, that's my I, guy. Yeah, I mean, I'll even take, like, 12th. I mean, Nat St. Laurent is probably one of my favorite lacrosse coaches of all time. He's a true, just See unreal See what he uh, put on social being. media the other day? Hmm. He was at, uh, I believe, one of his kids' back-to-school nights, and <laughs> they put up on the uh, the smart board. <laughs> Somebody wrote Roll Woods. <laughs> That's hilarious. Absolutely amazing. That's amazing. But, yeah, no, I mean, he's just a genuine human being and an unreal lacrosse coach. I mean, he expects the best out of his players. He expects the best out of the media like ourselves, and he doesn't – he'll let you know. And I, lo- I appreciate that about a guy because that is the type of person you want coaching a team and representing your league. And he does a phenomenal job at all of the above. Hashtag our guy. He's one of the two official coaches of the podcast. So I don't know. Coach Staggs followed me on Twitter. Yeah, but no has he come on the podcast? Deal. I'm going to have to get him on. Has he come on the podcast? He yet? will soon. He has not joined the official coaching staff with, with Andy Towers All right. and Matt St. Laurent. But, but if, if he does, we're almost there. we would have three of the four all-star coaches as podcast guests and on our I coaching still, staff. We still got to get Mike Murphy on here because Very I, true. I have got to just tell him that Hill is going to get destroyed by Petty <laughs> this year. I mean... Hill Hill boys or Hill men's lacrosse doesn't know what's coming after them this year. Uh, That's going in the. Uh, I mean the tweet, guys. I, I just broke another phone. Herm just breaks phones, guys. It's what he does. It's part gone, of his brand. I've gone through three phones this summer, guys. It's absolutely bonkers. However, Hill men's lacrosse, you better watch out because uh, the boys from Heightstown, New Jersey, they're coming for you. Oh my god. Let's get into this question and answer. Let's, let's get to the mailbag. Uh you got a lot of questions. I apparently. got a lot of questions. Um here, let's start off with the ones that were sent into the Outside the Box podcast Twitter page. Thank you to everyone who sent them there. I also have a lot on my Instagram. So, we'll start off with Kyle's and just we'll go back and forth. So, uh we got one really good question sent to the OTB Twitter from uh Coach Eric Finley, uh, big fan, avid listener of the pod at Finley underscore Coach. Uh, he says, "What is your most embarrassing lacrosse moment?" I'll give you mine. Uh, it's the fact that I never played lacrosse. That's so pretty embarrassing, and I host a lacrosse podcast. Yeah, that's a little bit embarrassing. Please don't stop listening to us. He is <laughs> an expert at understanding the game. Bingo. He has gotten very good at breaking it down and understanding what's happening on the that's field. What I'm here for. I've taught him a lot. Uh, it's like a coaching simulation. However. He's great at what he does, and um, I did play lacrosse. And let me get into this story. Okay, I'm going to set the scene for you. Eight-year-old Herm, just getting into the sport of lacrosse. Also, terrified of mascots. Like, I literally, they did a study on me where I would put myself into a actual coma. Like, a comatose state if I saw a mascot. And one in particular, the Philadelphia Fanatic. Like, this thing, 
I can't goat even, mascot. I just lost like my words. I got kind of nervous, to be honest with you, just saying his name. I would put myself into a coma. So like one time we went to a Phillies game, saw the Fanatic, fell asleep, or in quotes, fell asleep until my parents got home and had to wake me up. And like sh- they didn't shake me because like they weren't baby shakers or anything. But they were they were really great parents, to be honest with you. But somebody had told me the day before the last day at the St. Augustine Prep lacrosse camp that the Philly Fanatic was going to be there the next day. I didn't sleep that night. I was absolutely terrified. My parents had to actually drag me into this field and then make the person who was running the camp swear mighty oaths that the Philly Fanatic was not going to be there that day. And for that entire day, I sat on the sidelines just terrified. Absolutely didn't play one second of lacrosse that day until after the camp ended and I stayed after for like an hour with my buddy and shot around. However, Kyle is playing with a Philly Fanatic Pop right next to Funko me right Pop, now. Pop not a sponsor, but we do love our pals over at Funko. How, and there's also a Philly Fanatic just bear thing looking at me. So, I mean, to say I'm a little uncomfortable would be an understatement. However, you can only imagine what happens to an 8-year-old who sits on the sidelines of lacrosse camp. And it ruined me for at least a week. So how do you feel about Wingston? Oh, I love Wingston. <laughs> well, now that I'm now that I'm like a grown adult, like with like understand chest the hair and concept. stuff, I understand mascots, and I understand that like I don't like being around them or looking at them, but I understand that they're like a part of the entertainment experience, and that's what professional sports is. Speaking of Wingston, we need a Wingston pop. So, we need uh, a Funko. We need chop chop. We need a Wingston pop. And we also need a Wingston. Um, what are those shirts with like the character faces on them? Oh, yeah. That's what I need for myself because I think that would really help me get over my my anxiety. Work on something like and, that, and um, just overall demeanor. So yeah, shout out to Coach Finley, avid listener of the show, avid tweeter at the show, and uh, keep doing your thing, boss. So I actually, I'm going to start this off without a question. My roommate from college freshman year kyle said i miss you and to that i wanted to respond with i miss you too man i hope all everything is doing well he actually transferred after our freshman year haven't seen him since but thanks for listening to the show great to hear from you and that was awesome next we have oakley asking what is your favorite dodge and why uh favorite dodge would have to be a split dodge that ends in a goal any Dodge that will get me a goal, I'm pretty chill with. And Mine's the Dodge Ram, personally. Dodge Chargers are pretty nice They're as pretty well. Nice. I mean, Dodge Caravans. I think they make... Oh, you, Dodge's Ice Cream. Yes. Great ice cream. So I'm a big... Shout out to Joe Nardella. I'm a big Dodge guy, whether it's ice cream, the move on the lacrosse field, or the car. Or Dodge Ball. Or Dodge Ball. Next, we got Tyler asking... Do you like the new look of the PLL uh, lacrosse balls? Uh, yeah, I'm into it. I think they're pretty cool. Um, they look like tennis balls. Uh, yeah, I that like was the my color. first vibe from them. Uh, I like the future of the lacrosse ball with the new material. I don't want to say material. It's, I think it's the same type of material, but it's new. Kind of just um, how they designed what, it. What do we want to call that? Texture. The yeah. texture of the lacrosse ball that's evolving. It looks like a soccer ball. Kind right, of. and I think it's evolving. I think it's going to make the game better. In a certain way, shape, or form. Gotta get our hands on some and test them out. Yeah, I mean, 
We just got to get Wolf our... Wolf wants to send us them, you know. Wolf or Signature Lacrosse. Speaking of which, I have to give a shout-out to my buddy, Austin Gross. Congrats on the job at Signature Lacrosse. Uh, you're going to do great things for the NLL and the balls that are there producing. So that's pretty exciting. Next question. Uh, I'm going to keep this one anonymous because um, I don't know if she'll want her name out there, but she asked if I was single. And, um, you know, I mean... I'm going to do the whole uh, blink once if yes, blink twice if no. You figure that out. Um, it's great to talk to you um, or hear from you. Um, yeah, that was that was a bit out you of love the love Morse code. Morse code? Is that like, that's a... Yeah. <laughs> I'm hitting the Sorry mic. Sorry for the headphone users. I'm hitting the mic. Sorry. Um, all right, next we have Alex, our lovely photographer, and um, just absolute baller asking who our favorite PLL teams are, which is kind of silly because she already knows who our favorite PLL teams are. It's the Whip Snakes and Redwoods. And then, um, yeah. Um, Squad goals. I have got one more. And now this one, this one kind of I can go on a little bit of a tangent with. Not a tangent. I just should long poles be allowed to come up and score goals this is a horrible question i'm not even going to mention the name of this person because i feel so awful for them but like i know he won't be mad at me for roasting him right here how stupid are you man (laughs) with all due respect my favorite player in this entire league is jared newman other than connor fields and what does he do best Score goals with a long pole. Speaking of Jared Newman, head over to our design tree storefront, dsgntree.com. Get your Newman Nukes hot sauce t-shirt. We're still looking for a hot sauce provider that wants to uh, do a nice little vlog and creation with us and Jared Newman to make an official hot sauce called Newman Nukes. But designtree.com, use the promo code DSGN5 for $5 off at checkout. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia. That was a great plug. Um, but fact of the matter is, if you don't think that long pole should be able to score goals, you can just go ahead and just just stop watching the field game and just, just focus on box. Because, wow, I got really heated there. Uh, and, my uh, body is actually physically hotter. We do have an Apple Podcast review to read. Oh, I also had one more question. Oh, this one it. was actually texted to me. Do I prefer American or Wiz on my cheesesteaks? Let me just help you guys out here. American with. You're getting steak, cheese, fried onions, put it on a bun, eat it. It's a delicious. Yeah, it's Don't always go to American. Yeah. Don't go to Geno's. Don't go to Pat's. Or Pat's. Don't go to Geno's or Pat's. Jim's, South Street, Ish- Tony Luke's. Ishka Bibbles. I haven't been there, you. but I've heard good things. It is, it is the best and, cheesesteak you will ever have in your life. And Woodrow's. Uh, Woodrow's is all right. I've had it once, yes, on the corner there. It's not bad. I I would actually prefer it over the new and slightly not improved Tony Luke's. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good call. Uh, we do Big have an Apple Podcast review, though. Five stars. Uh, outstanding lacrosse coverage from uh, Music Man 716 These guys do an unreal job of providing post-game analysis of the PLL. Highly knowledgeable and highly recommended. Makes a long drive bearable. Shout out to the Music Man. Yeah, Music Man. Um Thank you. I listen to our podcast also on my long <laughs> drives. Seven one six. You know what? Um, it's funny that I still listen to our podcasts after they come out, 
and get shocked at what I say. <laughs> because sometimes I forget that, like, I made, like, a seriously stupid take or something. And it happens. It happens to the best of us. I, I, just, I am so... Nar- is it narcissism when you, like, love yourself? You know what else? Would it be even better? What? When you love Joe Nardella, it's narcissism. I'm just going to go with narcissism here, <laughs> and I love hearing my own voice and hearing the opinions that I have, so... But that was uh, probably unhealthy. The first rendition of the uh, the Q and A mailbag. Uh, so we'll probably continue to do that. Yeah, every once, week or once in a while. I mean, once a month or so, probably. You guys came up with some great questions though, and uh, we want to keep sending them in. I mean, we'll we'll hold them mm-hmm. until we want to do another one. I mean, the better, the funnier the question. And if you're not on social media, you can also email us your questions or takes, mm-hmm. and I believe it is otblaxpod at gmail.com that would be the one if it's not the correct email i will put it in the description of the podcast that you can get on whatever platform it'll be in there so our our email that will literally only be used for that uh will be there as well but herm a little bit of nll news today um as the draft gets a little bit closer uh there's some mock drafts that came out just some notable names we'll go over um, from those, the NLL announced their new three-year agreement with String King, which is a big deal. Um, and then PLL guy, Redwoods guy, Matt Cavanaugh, signed with uh, the box game team that is just all PLL guys. The New York Riptide uh, signed Matt Cavanaugh today, along with uh, five other players. So New York just all-out. Blitzkrieg in this free agency period, and they are bringing a ton of PLL guys in, and Matt Cavanaugh is the latest. Yeah, I mean, dude, Long New, York, guy. New York is going to be a destination that we're visiting a lot for games oh, yeah. because this team, I mean, from top to bottom right now is just stacked, in my opinion. Unreal. I want to see, you know what I really want to see them do, though, and this is going to shock the world right here. I want to see Miles Jones on that squad immediately. I want to see him in the box game, and I want to see him just absolutely body some guys. But, um, I'm I'm really excited to see what the Riptides are able to roll out this season because I mean an inaugural season is a, an exciting thing and I think that they are going to bring a lot of momentum into this one. Yeah, and uh, on the NLL website they broke down uh, team needs going into the draft and obviously we cover the wings so we'll touch on the wings here first. Uh, obviously everyone knows the Wings traded their first round pick this year to get the big cat back, Kevin Crowley. Um, so they won't step up to the podium until the third pick in the second round. Um, Paul Day has already added some familiar faces that we've talked about in uh, Ian Lord, Corey Vitarelli, but he still needs a lot of help out of uh, you know the defensive end of things, just depth-wise and, and in net as well. Obviously, we've improved the goalie situation, but you can't have enough no. to kind of go around. Um do you so, think Paul Day would let me make the um, draft pick? <laughs> yeah, I would vlog the entire thing. It'd be great, great PR, excellent for the league. They, they should really consider it. So uh, the the one need that NLL.com has for the Wings is a heavy dose of fast physical defenders. Yep, uh, that should be the number one priority for Paul Day. I could not agree more. Like I say that a lot, but right now I genuinely believe it. 
Do you want to hear about your uh, Calgary, My Calgary Roughnecks? Roughnecks? Hell yeah, I do. Uh, so the defending champs have back-to-back picks in the first round, 7th and 8th. Yeah, we do. But don't expect GM Mike Board to sit back and waste the opportunity to build on the success of last mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. One of Calgary's underrated strengths has been its transition game over the past couple of seasons, and Board loves to bring in big mobile defenders. However, the Roughnecks really like having brothers on their roster. So is is it possible we, we could see... Board add Marshall King to join uh, his brother Jesse. Yes, I think that we should, and I think that he would add a whole new dynamic to our team. Therefore, Calgary Roughnecks back-to-back champs, uh, say less. And uh, just a, a mini mock draft that they did from uh, Steven Stamp, a, a amazing lacrosse mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not following him on Twitter, you should be. Uh he has mocked Andrew Q from the Oakville Rock and the University of Tampa going number one overall to the New York Riptide. And Rylan Reese goes to the new rendition of the Rochester Nighthawks. And uh, one PLL guy in here gets mocked to the Colorado Mammoth, Clark Peterson, Redwoods guy. Um, but a very interesting mock draft in here. And uh, you can check that out on NLL.com. But... Uh, I think that's all we got for you guys this week. Yeah, it was a bit of a quicker week. I mean, last week of the regular season, things are wrapping up here. I mean, once the playoffs get started, though, we are on a freaking roll, man. I mean, we're just going to be bang, 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 three weeks in a row, big weeks, and uh, I'm excited. I'm just, I'm most excited for Columbus, to be honest. I don't know why. <laughs> it's probably because I'm going to be back. It's probably because you're going to be back. I think that we're going to see more games. I think it's also because we get more games that weekend than like Philly per se. So I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for this uh, these next four weeks, dude. And we're less than a month away from the NLL draft. I know. Be I'm, so. I'm so excited for that too, man. I can't wait to vlog. It's going to be a lot Xfinity Live. of fun. Uh, but make sure you are following us on the Twitter.com at OTBLaxPod. And at Underground PHI, follow Herm at OTB Herm. Yo, guys, I never do this. I never self plug my Twitter in any way, shape, Let's or get form. A follow train going. But I literally am only ten away from two hundred, and I would just really appreciate. And it as we saw, me. however, I'm not gonna like plug it on Twitter or anything. You guys don't need to like shout me out or anything. And I as we saw it, on the OTB podcast Twitter, once we hit two hundred, the ball started to kind of start rolling. As a producer extraordinaire, Tyler Steinbrand now calls during the episode. Oh, we are just popular people. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram as well at OTBLaxPod at UndergroundPHI on both of those. And uh, if you're not already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five star ratings and reviews. You can leave your uh, your questions and your your takes in the the podcast reviews as well. Totally. Just make sure it's five stars because, like we said, we have standards and we know you do too. Follow us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we'll be back to uh, recap the final week of the regular season next week. But Monday, until then. Monday we'll be back in the studio, right, Kyle? Yes, sir. Awesome. So until then, uh, for Herm, I'm Kyle. It's been another edition of the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are signing off. Peace.